Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. 53106 is the text number if you want to get in touch with us here on the programme today. Just an interesting observation uh, that some of my colleagues spotted here quite recently. Um, just going in to get a cup of coffee in various different cafes across parts of Dublin. And the one thing that they spotted was that some cafes have stopped serving milk. Now, when they queried the, the, the cafes or the coffee shops about this, it was purely on a trial basis. So you can't get your coffee with dairy milk, but you can purchase, you know, oat or soy or almond alternatives. And I know that there are some cafes in the UK. For instance, there is the uh, the Fields Beneath Cafe. It's in London. Um, and they have already banned dairy products from the shelves. And I'm just interested in your view on this. I mean, we're not necessarily talking about uh, vegan cafes at all. We're just talking about a lot of the big coffee chains. Is it something that you support, you would support or do you feel that it takes away choice from the consumer? Uh, let us know your view on this today. But um, vegan and animal rights campaigner Jerry Boland is with us on the line. Jerry, I mentioned it's a trial by some cafes, but do you support it? Um, well, I suppose, Andrea, it depends on what the cafe is. Like, if, if it's a vegan cafe, well, of course it makes sense, like, ethically, because presumably if you're vegan and you're a vegan cafe, it's almost certainly for ethical reasons. It doesn't make sense then to be serving, you know, dairy milk in your coffees. But if you're just an ordinary cafe and you're, you know, you're making kind of um, ham sandwiches, etc., etc., I, I don't really see why a cafe like that would decide to not serve dairy milk um, because it's kind of it would be it would be pretty much incoherent mm. because while the dairy industry I would regard as very explo- exploitative and cruel to animals, well, so is the meat industry. So I w- I can't understand why a particular cafe that continues to serve meat um, would stop serving milk, but I definitely would support it generally because. Um, you know, because milk, as far as I'm concerned, I haven't drunk milk for 30 years. Right. But I did drink milk for 30 years before that. Okay. So, you know, so, um, so I, I, I know the journey that people make in relation to this. And a lot of people, as you know yourself and all of your colleagues will know there, when you walk into a cafe now, a very large number of people, and it might still be a minority, but it's an increasingly large minority, a very large minority of people are choosing um, oat milk, um, almond milk, soy milk less and less I suppose but less and less getting milk put into their coffee and that's for a variety of reasons of course it's not just kind of animal rights reasons it's for health reasons mm. it's also for climate reasons the climate change but is a big driver you, you could and you made the point yourself it is a little bit virtue signalling kind of stuff though I mean if, if you're going in and you're <laughs> adamant that you want the almond milk or the oat milk and the next thing you're going to have to get the you know the ham and cheese croissant or something like this do you know what I mean like sure that doesn't your point is that it's fine in the vegan cafe but, but yeah. not but not in the general well, it's just, it, it's kind of, it's a bit weird because, you know, like most people, like when I became, when I gave up eating meat, Andrea, I gave up eating meat, but I didn't become a vegan. Um, so for, you know, for several years, I was a vegetarian and I actually never thought I'd be giving up milk because I didn't really make the connection. So it'd be very strange to become vegan and still be, at least to, be, to give up uh, milk and um, still be eating meat. Yeah, so okay. um, I would, but any vegan cafe, and there's a lot of vegan cafes. Yeah, now, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, an increasingly number, a large number of them, not, and not just in the cities either. Um, you know, there's, um, there's, um, I live down near Sligo, 
and there's um, there's a place called Sweet Beat. I'm not sure whether I should yes, be mentioning it, but yes. it's, a, it's a vegan cafe in the centre of Sligo. I know it's yeah. extremely good business, and they're vegan, and they have a they have a big uh, loyal clientele going in every single day. Um, now, as I say this, I don't know if they serve milk, and that's an interesting thing. Yeah. And I'll ask them and when I go in next. Yeah, I, I should say as well. You know, I know, and I mentioned at the outset. Yes, there's quite a number of cafes across London that have very much, you know, outright banned all and um, the sale of all dairy products in in their establishments. But this was just something that we had noticed here ourselves. And when we queried it behind the counter um, at some of the coffee shops, we were told, "Well, it's just something that we're we're going to trial. We're going to see how it works." And and you know, I'm I'm not actually a big dairy drinker but I would take milk in in tea and coffee Um, and for me as a consumer I just kind of see it as the removal of choice like I think why not give people the choice to have what they want but that's just my own view on it stay with us Jerry. Louise is on the line as well Um, Louise well you're a dairy farmer so what's your take on this? Hi yeah I am a dairy farmer Um, to be honest I feel like I would be excluded um, from you know, these kind of coffee places that aren't going to be offering uh, the the dairy, the cow's milk um, for my tea or my coffee. Look, we're in a world these days where inclusivity is kind of a, it's a key priority. Everyone is trying to be more mindful of others. And why should the person that chooses to drink dairy not have it offered to them? And this, like, one thing, perhaps, if you're going in, Louise, to a, you know, a vegan coffee shop, you know what you're getting. But this is in the sort of, if you want to call it, just the, I don't know, the mainstream coffee shop. Oh, exactly. Look, I have no problem. Like, a vegan coffee shop, it would not make sense for them to have anything dairy inside there. And that's totally understandable. You know what you're getting when you go in there. But when you go into another coffee shop that is meant to be catering for, I suppose, all kinds of diets, I don't see why they shouldn't be catering for the likes of myself or anyone that wants um, dairy in their coffee. Like, I have no issue with anybody that chooses other milk alternatives for their, their teas and coffees. You know, there is medical necessity. Some people just prefer it. There's a variety of reasons. But I wouldn't ever force dairy on them, and I wouldn't like to be going to a place that I would have always got my dairy products to now be told well you can only have one of these milk alternatives to be honest I would turn and I would walk out again Right This texter has gotten touched to say uh, I think it's a brave move to push people into at least trying alternative milk options as the decision can always be reversed later down the line Like that is a fair point too Louise I suppose It is but you could come up with a, a different campaign strategy and say you know would you be willing to try this instead? You know, or um, instead of just making it a blanket ban and saying you have no choice, you know, uh, I don't think anybody okay. uh, would, appro- would appreciate being told, no, sorry, you can't have a milk alternative. You have to have cow's milk. I don't see why it's any different. This texter says the decision to remove dairy milk from coffee shops is a good one. It's better for the environment and for animal welfare without sacrifice and taste. It also, it does remove people's choice. Uh, but what about the choice of the animal, asks this texter. Darina is with us. Darina owns the uh, vegetarian cafe Cornucopia. Darina, do you serve milk in your cafe? 
We actually, it's our, we're um, a, ve- a vegetarian restaurant, but we have been moving to more vegan. We have now a 100% plant-based menu, and we've done that kind of slowly. First, we made the garlic potatoes vegan, with vegan mayonnaise, and nobody noticed. Same nice. with the brownies, and now we've done the vegan quiche. So dairy milk and butter are actually the only things left on our menu that we give as a choice. And that's, I guess, is for a reason. It's to kind of bring people along slowly. But even this morning after you called me, I was checking to see how many people asked for dairy milk, and it was still quite a proportion. And you can kind of tell the people who are going to ask for oat milk and the people who are going to ask for dairy milk, and you want to serve your scone. How do you tell, Doreen? It's more of an older generation. You know, okay. like kind of a Dublin generation. You, I could even sometimes <laughs> the staff the staff say, "What kind of milk?" And I'm like, "Don't even ask." It's so obvious that it's you know that they want dairy milk, and right. they go, "What do you mean low fast?" Like they don't even know. So I guess what we're trying to do here in Cornucopia is trying to like hold people's hand into veganism rather than kind of go fully like and put down the doors and say, oh, well, you have to have this yeah. thing. It doesn't really work that way. So is this not then a bit of a rush then to kind of say to people, we're, you know, we're going to trial this for a week. No, you can't have your, your low fat or your full fat or your skimmed milk. You can only have soy, oat or almond. Well, the one thing that we did was that we don't charge extra for oat milk, obviously. And da- like dairy milk and oat milk and almond milk and coconut milk are all the same price. So I think if people wanted to do that first, because I know when I go to other coffee shops, you end up putting an extra 50 cent onto your coffee if you choose oat milk, which is a deterrent. So I think to not have to pay extra for non-dairy alternatives would be a good first step. Or you could do like a an oat milk day or, you know, if someone is a very, you know, give your first coffee is free if you want to try a different kind of milk, kind of give people a kind of a more nicer way of coming along to it rather than you know, pulling mm. down the shutters really strongly. Would you be in favour of that, Jerry? Yeah, no, I'd be in favour. I, I, there is one point I'd like to make, which would be directed at Louise in particular. And, I, you know, I do believe in consistency, particularly as an animal rights activist, you have to be very consistent in your views. So what I said earlier about, you know, like a meat, a meat cafe you know, not serving milk, I, I don't think it actually makes sense. But in one sense... Um, Dairy is almost an exception, not quite, because you can talk about factory farming and pigs as well and chickens, of course. But dairy, and Louise won't like me saying this, but dairy is a particularly um, exploitative industry of animals because at the very, very heart of the industry um, lies the need to separate the mother from calf. And also at the heart of the industry is the production of 50% of all the calves are male and the industry doesn't want them. So there's a lot of issues in relation to the dairy industry, apart from, of course, the very significant impact that the dairy industry has on climate change and on water pollution. Like it's huge and on biodiversity. Like we're in, so I can understand why maybe a restaurant or a cafe might make that decision on dairy just specifically because of dairy. But I wouldn't personally make it because then I would have to talk about pig farming and chicken right, farming. Okay. Well, what about that, Louise? Is it, like with the conversations that we're having at the moment around um, the climate emergency and the various different reports that we've had in in recent months, and we've discussed them, you know, at length here, even too on the program. Then, like, like, is that not a fair point from Jerry? I don't think you can be putting that down as like a huge factor in not consuming. Like, are these coffee shops not? selling um, cow's milk you know I'm a young dairy farmer in Ireland we're, mo- we're some of the most highly educated farmers in the industry across Europe and climate change is something that is a key priority for us in our farms um, 
you know, uh, we everything that we are doing from day to day, we're implementing new measures. We're trying to be more efficient. We're reducing our carbon emissions. You know, we've better breeding policies. You know, this thing of we don't want the Frisian bull calves. I've never had an issue selling my bull calves. I always have someone that wants them and they always go to good homes. And, you know, I know exactly where they end up and I can trace them from when they were born to when they actually enter the food chain. And, you know, and if we don't want them, we're bringing in practices using sex semen so that, you know, we can tailor that we don't want the Frisian bull. We can get the heifer calf, the, okay. the required amount. And then what we do on our farm is once you've got that amount put in calf to it, you pick a beef bull, you pick something that the beef farmer wants, that the industry wants. So I think it's, the time has gone where you can just paint, use this, the same paintbrush to cover us all. We are making changes, we are improving, we are tackling, and the climate issue is just as big on the farmer's doorstep that it, than it is on anyone else. Okay. Do, do you know what? Stay with us if you don't mind, because we've had a huge reaction actually to this. Jerry and, and Louise and Doreen is there as well. Um, a lot of listeners asking about the various different types of milk. People curious, Doreen, they're all on for your suggestion around maybe a free alternative milk trial day. Uh, 53106 is the number, with some cafes trialling a ban on milk. Do you support it? We're going to stay with this next. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. Well, if you're just joining us here on Lunchtime Live, I was just telling the story. Uh, some of my colleagues here recently have noticed in some cafes, coffee shops, that, you know, they've gone in to buy their coffee and they spotted um, that the, the coffee chains were trialling a non-milk, non-dairy uh, products only for the week so you could get your options were basically soy almond um, or oat milk basically you, you, you couldn't have dairy products so we were talking about this on the show today and we've had a huge reaction uh, from listeners to it um, Kira's with us on the line because Kira, you own the vegan cafe is it Bear Lemon do you yeah, yeah do, do you serve any dairy milk no dairy no nothing at no, all no. nothing at all from day one yeah. It was just oat was their standard from day one and then we have soy, almond and coconut. Okay. And presumably though if people are going into your cafe uh, yeah. they know what to expect. Yeah, I think so. Like at the very start like some people were asking for dairy here and there but we just said our standard is oat and we're a vegan bakery and most people just responded really well to it, you know, and they had a taste of the coffee and they loved it. Mm. So you haven't lost business then by by no, not having milk? No, I don't think so. No, no, no. Like at the start, like it was just, I think, as you said, like, you know, when people come in, they know it's a vegan bakery. So maybe, you know, they just assume that like they would, like, we wouldn't serve dairy, you know? So what's your view then on some of the larger coffee chains trialling this? But they actually at the moment, you know, during the kind of the, the trial period or the initiative, they're not offering any dairy products. Yeah, I suppose it depends on like the business and their ethos. You know, if they want to trial it, maybe it's to do with cost or maybe animal like consumption or whatever that is. But um, I think it's good. I think it's a good thing to trial, you know. Um, but maybe customers going into those places would, you know, miss their dairy or if they had their dairy before, they'd be looking for it and they might have questions, you know. Do, uh, do many... Are you aware um, many ca- cafe shops or coffee shops, Kira? Yeah. kind of run trials like this or have sort of campaigns around maybe taking that option or that choice away? I haven't 
didn't notice it in like many cafes that I've gone into. Like most cafes in Dublin would have the dairy. So I haven't heard now like this is a new thing that people are trialling it just to maybe abolish dairy. Um, like yeah, as I said, I think it's a good it's a good idea, but maybe it's just how they run the campaign, really. You know. Um, and maybe just sort of be able to communicate what th- that with their customers, you know, that, okay. that this is a trial, maybe. Uh, James is with us as well. Um, James, you too, I believe, are a dairy farmer. What's your view on this trial by some coffee shops? Well, I think um, it's all about, as Louis said, it's all about choice in, in many ways. Um, and people put milk, I think, subconsciously just put milk into the into their coffee or tea, whatever it is. And all those who are looking at the alternatives, they're looking at it from... Um, from a health point of view and they think it might taste like milk but have they actually looked at what's in it and I there a number of months ago I, look, I actually looked at the back of the of the ingredients of the alternatives and of milk itself and you're talking about say your oats almond soy kind of between 8 and 10% of the actual juice is um, is actually is, is almond soy or oats and the rest is flavouring salt stabilisers regulators vitamins minerals everything else is added in is all the letters of the alphabet whereas milk is you've got green grass, a dairy animal, producing milk, which is uh, nutritionally a very dense food, which your protein, uh, calcium, phosphate, potassium, all the rest of it, you know, vitamins A, D, B, whatever, all built into it. And it's, you know, it's re- an ideal mint. You're talking to them, some athletes are on about, um, you know, teenagers sports. It's the re- ideal recovery drink, probably the perfect food. And it goes back eight and a half thousand years of milk production and it's known as the food of the gods. Mm. So that tells you all we need to know. Does that tell us all we need to know, Jerry Boland? Uh, well, no, it doesn't, because there's a, there's a, there's a myth that the dairy industry are very, very good at uh, perpetrating and have done for a long time. They spend a huge amount of money perpetrating this myth that we all need to drink milk. Well, actually, we don't need to drink milk. I haven't drunk it for, uh, for 30 years. Half the population of the world never drink it. Half the population of the world are lactose intolerant. And, you know, it's, you know there's hardly a single dietary... Um, or scientific study that doesn't um, actually suggest now that people should cut back on drinking milk because a diet high in saturated fat um, can lead to raised levels of cholesterol in the blood, increasing the risk of heart attack or stroke. Like this is well known. And so it's, it's, it's not necessary. And also in relation to stuff that they put into the, into the, um, into the milks, well, that may well be the case. And I don't justify that. Like I, I personally... Um, I personally only buy organic milks be- um, um, because, you know, I, I kind of don't. There is an issue, and we all know this, that once, when, when a product becomes quite suddenly very, very popular, um, the big, big business moves in. And we can see that with lab meat at the moment, like the big, big businesses okay. are moving but in. I suppose and in the conversation, very, very yeah, but in the conversation though, Jerry, of we'll say environment and environmental sustainability, if we're, if we're just focusing at it, we'll say even for instance from, from that perspective, there, there's a lot of texts in today from people. Um, you know, just consumers making the point that, you know, for various different reasons, I do want to try alternatives. But a lot of people making the point, they will not touch um, almond milk, for instance. And talking about the well, Irish, oat mil- Irish oat milk and its sustainability and that should be better promoted when you're talking about it in the context of environmental sustainability. There are issues to do with almost every product when, it's, when, it, when it suddenly becomes, um, you know, a, a huge product um, worldwide. And like you can talk about coconuts, you can talk about anything. And almonds, yeah, there is, a, there is an issue with the massive um, production of almonds now. So 
I would suggest that people should buy almonds, should buy organic almonds. I, if I was buying, if I was buying organic, if I was buying almond milk, I'd be buying organic almond right. milk. So okay. there are issues but in relation to this. The, the 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 topic around, I suppose, the removal of choice is what I'm really interested in hearing from listeners today about, uh, in particular. But listen, Jerry Boland, thanks a million for joining us. Louise, as well as there, Claire from uh, Bear Lemon Cafe. Uh, James is in the line there too in Cork. Look, thanks to you all for getting in touch with us here on the program today. Five three one zero six. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. We were talking a little earlier about the cafes trialling this ban on milk, dairy milk now. You can still get your oat and your soy and your almond and all of that, but you just can't get uh, full fat milk in some cafes. And to be fair, they're only doing it for a week, just as a trial option. But there's a huge reaction to this in the programme today. Erin is on the line. Erin, do you feel that it removes choice, though, from the consumer? It does. You should be able, in a cafe, you should be able to go in and choose what you want. But the thing is, is that we've, we've all been brought up on milk. We have reached the heights we have because we've got milk. I mean, I know that they, you can now get lactose-free, you can get uh, low-fat milk. You don't need to go to alternatives, you know, to satisfy your health Things, yeah, your health problems. What's your go-to, Erin? I mean, my my go-to is is I take milk, right? Um, I'm actually I I have <laughs> I react to milk, but it makes no difference. I still love to drink it. You know? Yes. Is I, it the full fat? Sorry, is that what you said? Yep. Full I fat have milk. Two, two full fat. I have two members of my family that are vegetarians. I have two members of my family that are pescatarians and I have three members of my family that are so-called lactose intolerant. So when we have a dinner, it gets very confusing. Yeah. So I just cook what I cook and they eat what they want to eat. Yeah, you're dead right. It. Yeah, it's, it's too much. We've all been, I'm nearly 80 years old and I was brought up on milk and anybody below, above the age of 60 was brought up on dairy milk. And we have the strong bones and everything that we have because of milk. Okay. Um, Ruth is on the line as well. Ruth, you got in touch about the, the milk alternatives being offered in some cafes. Um, are you in favour of this campaign? I'm actually not. I'd be like you. I think that there should be a choice. But I know that vegans would say, well, you know, the poor cow and the calf doesn't have any choice, you know. But I do feel like that, um, you know, veganism, I mean, while it is, you know, for planet and everything like that, it makes it makes sense in a lot of ways. But, you know, say if you're you live in America or you live in other countries, it's a little bit different because in Ireland we do farming a little bit different um, I feel, and I also feel that like Ireland could kind of change and sort of go organic farming, small scale farming rather than factory farming and still have milk and still be able to do that, you know, because like if I have a choice, I will use organic raw milk is what I use. I'm actually vegetarian. So, okay. um, and I do have a vegan business as well. So I'm probably oh, shooting myself in the foot by saying this. Right. Yeah. yeah. But in Galway, you can get this organic raw milk and we were reared on that. My mother made a, a, a point of actually seeking out, uh, you know, unpasteurized milk because the enzymes and everything are still there. So if you're actually lactose intolerant, you actually, 
the enzymes are there to help you to digest the milk as well. So people that are even lactose intolerant can sometimes tolerate it. And it also was not dead milk, so because it's not pasteurized. And so she made a point, this was when it was, it wasn't legal to sell it, but there was a loophole or something and now it's legal to sell it. And so I'll seek that out and my local shop actually has it in now, which I'm delighted at. Yeah. And yeah, that's what I'd have if I had a choice. And yeah. I think that Ireland is such a small country, we could go that way. You know, we could really, like, I think you can't just say, oh, farmers just, you know, this is what Ireland is. It's an agricultural country with the best butter and milk and cheese in the world. So, like, what about the farmers as well, you know? That's what I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I t- I, and I totally take your point. And, and then, you know, I listen to the other side of the argument and you can read all of the reports and hear all the details. And I mean, they're fairly uh-huh. stark figures and facts around uh-huh. the climate emergency. So, I mean, you could ask the question then, maybe should more drastic measures be taken? But I just think from the consumer perspective, if it's very hard to just say to people, no, sorry, you, you can't have full fat or low fat milk this week. This is what you're going to have. These are the options. I just think personally, by way of a campaign, you lose people educate them, bring them along with you, but like to just, you know, the shut up shop on all milk and dairy products. I, I just think it's kind of a bit bizarre. Uh, Joan is on the line as well. Um, Joan, I mean, do, do you, Hiya. what? how are you? What's your view on cafes trialling this milk ban? Dairy I milk think it's, I think it's a great idea. Do you? Okay. Um, uh, dairy has been um, promoted heavily in schools, um, in the public, in advertising for, forever. And this is just a small initiative which could have, you know, great spin-off in terms of the environment, certainly in terms of animals. What's not to like? Are you a vegan or vegetarian yourself, Joan? I am one. I, I've been a vegan for three years. Okay. So for the 55 uh, years prior to that, I drank milk. Um, back about seven years ago, I got thyroid cancer and I was immediately told to cut out all dairy. Because there is okay. so much additives in milk, okay, and that it so, would it would have counteracted the treatment, all the iodine. Okay. Now, now so I didn't I didn't actually make the connection then, Andrea. Yeah, okay. I went back to drinking milk and dairy, and it was more in terms of seeing what's happening to animals and why that. Yeah, I know. You've your medical area. advice, and then it was just you. You were concerned about looking at it from the uh, the animal <laughs> animal perspective. Because, Andrea, but do you? Can, are, can I just ask you though, Joan, just because I just want to bring in a couple of other call, callers on this as well. I mean, do you feel though was the idea of taking the choice away from people? Um, even and look, maybe it is only for a week. It's for seven days, but is that the right way to go about you know giving people an opportunity to to trial <laughs> something different? I I think it is just literally trying it for a week. And I mean, look, I get a coffee every day. It would appear to me that all the people behind me in the queue are not vegans. They are going for oat milk all the time. You know, even your people who are drinking dairy are telling you there, I'm lactose intolerant. I have to do this. You know, it doesn't make sense. Plus, as well, I know you're talking about farmers. We are using so little land in Ireland to grow oats which is a multi-million dollar business. Why not? Why not go, grow okay. more crops? Okay. It, it makes no sense. I don't drink almond milk or soya. I drink, let's give Flavins a plug, an Irish oat-based milk company. You know, there's, there's loads of old yeah. Okay, no, and, fair and enough. And milk, milk, dairy milk is full of additives. Uh, Teresa in Cork has texted in to say, uh, go to a cafe with milk coffees if you only drink 
milk coffee. I drink oh, I drink both oat and dairy milk products, but I feel that you can't dictate to a cafe owner what they want to serve in their own premises. I choose which one to go to on the day that I prefer. This listener says, I feel there's a huge class issue in this conversation. Only the well-off can afford organic milks and, and alternative options. Low income, uh, those on low incomes will end up buying dairy. And I actually feel there's a huge class divide on the programme from listening to people today. Uh, Patrick is on the line. Uh, well, actually, Ruth, you're still with us and, and you mentioned that you've, uh, you've a, you're in, in a vegan business. I mean, would you agree with that text or is there a class issue in this? Are you there, Ruth? Being- yeah. Yeah, I am, yeah. But I mean, like, you could, you can make your own milk. Like, you know, being a vegan doesn't have to cost you money either if you want to give up cow's milk or you don't want to drink. Like, it, the raw milk is a little bit more expensive than, and it's organic than the normal milk. But while milk doesn't really have additives, it's that the milk is dead. So that's why it's so bad for you. How much, how much more expensive? How much more expensive is it, Ruth? Um, for a litre of raw milk, um, I think it's about one one sixty. So that is expensive. And your yeah, your oat and your I have to be honest, I've like, never bought oat or almond milk before, so I've, I haven't a clue. But like, what yeah. what are you talking about to buy a, a litre of that? Well, the well for the ocean almond milk, um, it should be around. It's more expensive. I'd say it's about maybe one twenty or so. It's usually organic as well, but you can easily make your own uh, nut milk, and you can make your own uh, oat milk very, very inexpensively. All you need is a blender. So I don't agree with that at all. Okay, okay. Uh, Patrick is with us too. Um, Patrick, are you in favour of you know your if you want to call it the general mainstream cafe saying no dairy milk this week? No, I think you should have choice, like even though I don't use dairy myself for health reasons. But um, if you take away people's choice, then you're dictating to people, aren't you? So from the, the, the consumer should have the option? Well, yeah, it's like anything in life, you know, you should be given options and you can make your own informed decision yourself, like, you know, without being dictated to. Now, if it's a vegan or a restaurant, well, then obviously... Well, that's you know, fair enough. You know what you're getting before you go in. Yeah, yeah I totally agree with you. Well, would, would you agree with that, Gar? I think we've got well, Gar too. Hello, good afternoon. Yes, how are you? You can hear us okay. I can, yes, yeah, yeah. Would you agree um, with the with Patrick's point there that, you know, not dictating to people, that's not the, the right way to go about this? I, I do agree. I believe uh, it's a choice. And uh, we, uh, I, we operate a small cafe here in Dublin and we give a choice. Now, there's a lot of misinformation there. Uh, non-dairy milk is about three times more expensive than, da- than dairy milk. Non-dairy so milk. I, I thought yeah, that. You, I, you, 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 will, you will get a litre of dairy milk for about a euro. At the minimum you will pay for a non-dairy milk probably two, between 260 and 320 depending. Okay. So do you think, yeah. is that previous texture right then? Is, is there a little bit of a sort of a class divide in this? I, I, would, I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And all we're doing, and and promoting all the, the non-dairy milk, and we all talk about inflation and all the rest of it, but it's three times more expensive than dairy milk. Let's be clear on that. Or in that negative world. Robert is with us too, unawfully. Um Robert, have you tried milk alternatives? Oh yeah, I tried them all. <coughs> I think. I mean, I've tried oat milk and I've tried almond milk. I mean, I was even trying her a long time ago. As one of my sons was lactose intolerant, and I I tried the products early on, but. Um, like I'd be a chef and I've tried and to me they're they're not a good alternative and they don't taste good at all they actually taste to me they taste awful I mean I actually walked in one of the colleges in Dublin 
uh, serving customers on a daily basis and you know up until recently and <clears throat> people actually asking for it was was very few and these would have been like young people as such mm. and you might have got one person a day asking for that type of milk um, and we, we would have kept her on site from time to time but it didn't make economic sense for us to buy in, in every single day as such because it wasn't required it wasn't asked for you know um, I take it you weren't working in a, a vegan or vegetarian cafe then, Robert? No, I wasn't. No, it was actually one of the, the it was the old DIT, as such, or, or TUS, Dublin as it is now, as such. Um, and we would have had students, you know, in on a daily basis and lecturers as well. And it would have been all different uh, nationalities as such that would have been coming in. But the, the requirement for it was very little. Like I said, it made no sense for us to be, to be buying it in every single day or even be large amounts of it to be buying in because you might have got one person a day, maybe one person a week who actually asked for it. Um, it just wasn't it wasn't asked for us, which you know. Yeah. Um, but like I said, and I did, I have tried them and they, they're, they're, they're just not a good product. You know, they, they just don't sell. Um, okay. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting, the, the reaction to this and, and the mixed views um, from listeners. Uh, this texture has got in touch, though. Robert, thanks a million for getting in touch with us there on the show. Uh, Robert and, and uh, Gar and Patrick as well. Joan too in Cork. Um, lunchtime live at newstalk.com is the email address. Louise and Tipperary has got in touch to say, when you're talking about sustainability of oat milk, you never hear about uh, how much pesticides are used in the production process. It's not always as green as it sounds, according to Louise. This listener gave up dairy a couple of years ago and now couldn't stomach drinking a glass of milk or even adding it to my cereal. Oat milk lasts longer, doesn't need as much refrigeration, um, doesn't require baby cows to be separated from their mothers. That said, I'm glad that in Ireland dairy farming is fairly animal friendly. Cows are healthy and well looked after, according to this listener. Um, another texter has got in touch to say almond milk uses 1,000 times more water to, to produce by comparison to dairy milk. Some of the alternatives are not as green as they claim. Uh, soya, often the same too, um, in terms of the, so- the soy production, according to this listener. It's really interesting, the mixed and varied views on this today. And the one thing that has struck me is the different information that you get from so many sources and people and listeners and views on it and I think it's something we're going to have to come back to. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan Brought to you by Avant Money Weekdays at midday on News Talk.